you know. What are you gonna do? It's the way she goes. The way she goes, boys. It is what it is. What it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It is what it is. I only it's follow not. science, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. That's true. There's one uh, more. Live, laugh, love. There it is. That's it. Yep, there it is. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast, the episode that you've all been waiting for, because we're getting into a great album from a band called Rammstein. Uh, but before we get into that, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. It's really important to to go to iTunes. I want to double down on that. Go there, give us five stars. It would be it would mean the world to us. Please yeah, go do a, that. I'm gonna drive that organic you. engagement. We're, we're begging you to do this. Like, it's so simple. Just go into iTunes. If you have Podcast Addict on your Android phone, you could you could do it on there. Just fucking do just it. Go. Just fucking do it. It would mean the world to us. So so do it. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. As Ben Stiller would say in Sarsky and Hutch, do it. Do it. Um, you can give us a call. We have a voicemail. We have a text. You could text us, too. The phone number is 503-893-5307. Tell us what album you want to hear we will probably do it. We did against me, and we've done a couple other albums. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, I'm whatever. just rambling. Sure. Um, let's um, let's just get into the album of the week. What are, what are we doing, Jeff? We're doing Ramstein Sensuit. Bye. 
Gesicht gerückt, zeig ich ihm, was man machen kann. Und fang dabei zu weinen an, der Zweifuß stammelt, eingebet, aus Angst, weil es mir schlechter geht. Versucht sich tiefer noch zu bücken, Tränen laufen hoch den Rücken. Bück dich! Bück dich! Bück dich! Bück dich! Rammstein formed in Berlin, Germany in 1994 by Till Lindemann on vocals, Richard Kresp on guitar, Paul Landers on guitar, Oliver Riedel on bass, Christoph Schneider on drums, and Christian Lawrence on keyboards. They currently have seven full-length records, three live records, two compilations, and have sold million, many millions of records worldwide. But the album we're doing today is Seinsucht. It is the band's second album, and it was released August 22nd, 1997. It features the original and only lineup of the band, as mentioned before, and remains their most popular album to date, selling selling several million copies worldwide. I almost didn't. I thought I could make it through that, but I couldn't. So there you go. There's a little backstory on the band and this record. Now, Jeff, what are your uh, what's your origin story with this band, Rammstein? Before we get into the initial thoughts, what is your origin story? Yeah, so my origin story is probably like many, many others. I was, uh, I don't know, we were like 10 when Du Haas came out. And like Du Haas, that was my, that was my intro to Ramstein, And I, I was blown away as like a little kid. I just thought that like this, this was otherworldly. Because your, your world is so small anyway when you're a child. And these guys mm-hmm. are coming in. And at that time, I was not listening to anything heavy until these guys come in. And they're not even speaking in English. I don't, at that time, I don't know what the fuck. They could be speaking Martian. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> it is so much heavier than anything I listen to. Because maybe my mom, she, she really listened to like classic rock. But more, like she loved Van Halen. So she put a lot of Van Halen on CCR. So I'd never really been exposed to a lot of heavier music like this. So when Du Haas came on, it was so accessible. It's so catchy. It's so, it's so basic, kind of like in its delivery. Yeah. But like, how has nobody ever done this before? You know, like <laughs> it's so dumbed down and it's so basic and it's so elementary. But I fucking no one's ever done it, and they did it. And it's like even to this day, man. Like, dude, everybody fucking knows Du Haas. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their it's mother so knows Duhas. It's so popular that 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 opening intro, that that noise, like everybody mm-hmm. fucking knows that sound. So yeah, Ramstein was was my or Duhas was my intro to Ramstein. Mm-hmm. Never really listened to this album in its entirety ever until many many years later, and then Firefly when it was in Triple X, I was like, dude, that's a really good song. And then I realized it was the same band that did Duhas, and so I went back and listened to Sensuit many years later and i think that was around when we discovered like bookdish or buck dick as we like to call it in our heyday mm-hmm. and then that yeah. became a staple like of our going out and partying and friend of the pod ryan like even 
to this day. I mean, that's like a top three party song of all time. You put that up there with like <laughs> Andrew WK's Party Hard stuff. Like that's it's 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 it's, it's too good. It's 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 beyond banger status. It's it's achieved like this weird god status. It's know, so it's... good. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's that's my that's my origin story. Mine mine is a little bit different. The first the first song I ever heard was Du Hast. This was I think I heard it when I was in sixth grade. Um and it was going into seventh grade because I I my my elementary school we did like like this like this um introduction to to Bernardo Yorba the middle school like like we actually went to the middle school and we met some of the teachers and and some of like the the class president and shit like that like bullshit like that like to get us familiar with the middle school before we go there in seventh grade and I remember that we were in like the the theater and they had us all sitting there and then the the intro to do Haas started playing from the stage we're like what the fuck is this and then then the, the curtain opened and there were four people up there all having an instrument, drums, guitar, bass, and then a microphone. And then the song starts and they all start like lip syncing the song. Like they're not playing the song, but they're pretending to play it. <laughs> the hell? It was super weird. And what they were doing, <laughs> it was all students from the German class and they were promoting like, like joining the German, the German class to learn German in middle school. And this was like their introduction to that. So then they played Du they or they lip synced Du Hast, and that was the first time I ever heard Rammstein or this kind of music at all. And I remember being totally blown away. And then after their, their after the song, and they they did this little speech about like joining the class, the German class. And then they they did a lip sync version of uh, the the other song, uh, Angel or a- Angel, I guess you could say. That's how it's pronounced. So they did those two songs. So those are the first two Rammstein songs I heard when I was in sixth grade. The German class from Bernardo Yorba Middle School lip synced that. Oh, that was weird. my introduction. It was super fucking weird, and I'll never forget it. And I remember <laughs> after that, I I went to Best Buy to go buy the CD because I loved the song so much. And I I had I looked at him like, "There's no way my mom's gonna let me buy this." So like I kind of I kind of hit it with with other CDs, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I want to get these." I don't remember what the other CDs were. And then she was like going through them. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, oh, it's this German band, you know. And I told her the whole story, and she's like, no, this is like devil worshipy music. You're not getting this. Go put it back right now. So she made me go put it back. And I'm like, fuck. So then eventually, I got my friend to download me the album, like off of Kazaa or something like that. And then he burned it on a CD for me. And then my friend and I, Sean, you, you're familiar with Sean, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, him and I would just fucking li- like seventh and eighth grade, and then onward, like we were just we listened to this fucking album so much. Like we would go to like the bowling, like the midnight bowling alley. And we, you know how like the DJ, you could request songs. We would always request Rammstein songs and Limp Bizkit songs. Like that was our thing when we went bowling, like the, the midnight bowling or whatever. It was always Rammstein and, and Limp Bizkit songs. At it's, Concourse? Or in, yeah, yeah, Concourse, yeah. Dude, that's probably Concourse, full yeah. of like hip hop then. Besides like you guys putting Limp Bizkit and Rammstein, <laughs> it was probably <laughs> nothing but like Tupac and NWA. Yeah, it was always like hip hop shit. And then we would be the assholes like putting on rock and metal stuff. So nice. Yeah, so that's my origin story is, is, is people trying to get us to join a German class in seventh grade. I just can't fucking believe that Bernardo Yorba allowed children to... To to do <laughs> to lip sync a Ramstein song that like your one is so fucking stuck up and snooty 
I just I know that boggles my mind. It's very very strange. Maybe they were that desperate to get people to join <laughs> the German class, but yeah, no that that's my, my Dude, stupid origin story. A German class, you think the the, the teacher speaks fluent German, right? So he knows mm-hmm. what these lyrics are for this whole album. Yeah, you would think that is not that is not white person Yorba Linda <laughs> seventh grade material. I know, but that's the way it was, and that was that's so awesome though. It was crazy that that was my 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 weird origin story <laughs> with this band, and then of course you know their relation with Corn and the Family Values tour in nineteen ninety eight, and then buying that V because I had the, I still have that VHS, and I would watch that VHS over and over again, <laughs> and they on on the the tape and the DVD which eventually came out. There's only two Rammstein songs, and it's Duhast and Bickdish, or Buckdick, like we like to call it now. And uh, and then I put that that Buckdick video that I put in the show notes is the one that was on the the VHS. So good. That really controversial controversial video that got them in a lot of trouble. So um, it's so good. <laughs> it is really good. So should we uh, should we stick with, or what are your initial thoughts on this one, on this album? Now that we did our origin story. Origin story What's your initial thoughts on the record? Present day. So, so like, Ramstein has, has always kind of been a band where I think that when you think of Ramstein, you have a certain sound in your mind, and that sound that comes to mind is, like, the Buck Dick sound, is the the Duhas, the America, that sound, and that that is their sound. And I think that um, they they play they play to those strings, they play to those chords mm-hmm. very well. And I think from the beginning, they they have marketed themselves. They have written songs. They have done things to make themselves be an iconic sound. But because everything outside of their music is so controversial and so shock value based, I think uh, they they will they will almost live on forever because of it. Yeah. Even though their music. Given just like music alone, it's not it's not there. It's not there for and me. And it's not even accessible. It's just not. But it's just. It's mm, like a lot of their like, dude. Like seventy percent of their music is just mm, okay. <laughs> Whereas like twenty percent, like oh, that's pretty good. And then ten percent is it's like literally face melting. But like seventy <laughs> percent so for me is just like eh, whatever's. But I think like especially with with songs like Du Haas with Book Dish. What they do is is like even 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 Lindemann has said like we're never going to just be like a, a a band that writes songs in English. We're we're Germans. Why the fuck would we do that? It's stupid. And yeah. so they write songs in German, but they do so in a way to where it leads up to a chorus. It leads up to something where everybody can sing along, like Du Haas, the Buchdisch stuff, the America. Like everybody can sing along to that, no matter what you speak, no matter what your your initial language is. Everybody can mm-hmm. say buck dick in some form or fashion. <laughs> yeah. Like even we said it and we were super naive, stupid high schoolers and we could still sing along to it no matter what the verses were. Cause we I still don't want to know what the fuck the verses are. And I make up my own words sing, but... as we sing it. Like as I sing it this week, even <laughs> I'm making up my own kind of like English translation words. It have nothing to do with the lyrical content, but everything leads up to the book dish part, and then that's when it really drives in hard. Like, really strong melodies, really strong choruses. That's what Ramstein's about. But that's calculated. That's them knowing that they're a German band, but they don't want to alienate essentially the world. They want their entire mm-hmm. world to enjoy their music. 
And then they ramp up their, their stage performances times a thousand. So that way you're never, you're never just like kind of like bored. Cause there's been shows yeah, that, where even bands like I really like, I, I get bored sometimes because they yeah. just fucking stand. They don't do like bouncing souls. Like if their music wasn't so good and wasn't so nostalgic, like they're a boring band to see live, but Ramstein is really just, <laughs> dude, Ramstein is just a band that takes like everything into consideration and they like playing music, but above else, they just like performing. I, I think you're totally right. And there was, I think the guitarist, Richard Crusp, he even said that, you know, most of the people who listen to the band don't even speak German. So they have to, they have to keep the audience and people intrigued in other ways. And that's why their, their stage, their stage show is so elaborate and insane because nobody knows what the fuck he's saying. Most of the world doesn't know what he's saying. So they got it. They got to step it up in other ways. And it's absolutely true. And it's totally worked for them through and through. It's so it's yeah. it's it's phenomenal. It's it is crazy how elaborate. I mean, I, besides like Guar, maybe I can't even think of any other band that puts on such a fucking unique show. Nah, yeah, I think you might be right. Maybe like Kiss, but they're like the Kiss and like Alice Cooper are like the original of that. And then like Manson and then Rammstein and stuff like that. There are a few here and there, but yeah, Romstein is just unique in themselves. Like they, they, they're just violent, man. Just like through and through their music is violent. But and I, that's what makes it so exciting. It's, it's, I think above all else though, they play to the shock value. Like if we could see them behind closed doors in their home with their families, I think they're just normal people. They're not what they do on stage, much like actors are not Sean. I hate Mystic River. I hate Sean Penn because of that movie, but that's not who Sean Penn is. Like, I understand that, but I still yeah. fucking hate him because of his character. I think Ramstein, they all play characters. This is what I think. I don't know really anything about their personal lives, but because of how good they are at marketing their, their performance and their stage acts and their overall persona, I just, mm -hmm. I think it's an act. I think this this whole group oh, is just totally an is. act. And I think that, you know, like Christopher Walken probably doesn't talk like that behind closed doors. Till Gilbert, Goff Gilbert Goffrey doesn't talk like that. Yeah, exactly. Till Lindemann That's is probably act. not overly sexualized and overly, you know, shock value behind closed doors. He's probably just a normal dude. I did read some interesting things about the, the keyboardist Christian. About, because they, they were all, all five or six six band members were uh, they were all born in east germany um so before the wall fell in was it 89 and um so they they grew up in like the hardships and the the sh kind of the shittiness of it all but apparently christian the, the keyboardist says he misses that that lifestyle he said like everything was just like every decision was made for you like he said like life is so easy and he wishes it was still like that he wishes that the the wall never fell and it was still under communist rule and he said, it's like you go to a bar and you ask for a beer and they give you a beer. He said, but nowadays you go to a bar, you ask for a beer and they give you like 50 options. And he says, I don't want that. Just give me a beer. Like he was just saying how a bunch of simpler things were and he, he wishes life was still like that. It's, it's kind of weird. It's interesting because I think like the whole world accepts Ramstein as just a shock act and just as a, as a bunch of performers who just happen to write really fucking cool music sometimes. Except for yeah. one country. I think there's one country like on Earth, maybe besides Russia, because they're weird, but like Germany, like their home country, that's like the only country that treats them like shit. Yeah. Like they treat them like total shit. 
and it's and it's like there's they're always stuck in this weird like there's always controversy between Ramstein and people think like oh are these Nazis and it's like fuck man mm-hmm. it's like just listen to the fucking music it's not like yeah not even about that in any way and they're constantly mm-hmm. having to come out and say no we're not fucking Nazis if anything we're we like lean like leftist and and we have very you know liberal views but it's 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 like Germany treats them like shit. They ban yeah, their music. They fucking censor them as much as they possibly can. And for him to say that, that he wants like a simpler time is, I, I think, I don't know. I think, it, I think that's bizarre. That's something that I, I mean, both of us clearly will never understand or empathize with because no, not at all. just never been put in that situation. But it's no. just, it's just, it's very weird that like Germany treats them like shit. I don't, it is weird because like, yeah, like what you said, they, they, like the, the what is it their sixth album that one was censored because of just the lyrical content and yet they at the time i think even to this point up to this point like they are still the biggest thing to come out of germany musically like bigger than as stupid as it sounds david hasselhoff and everything else like they are the biggest export when it comes to music out of that country yeah of all time i think it's like it's the, the, R, the riaa is is concerned they're the only group out of germany to to be like platinum like they, they, yeah, they're the biggest thing to come out of Germany since like fucking Hitler, really. <laughs> like it's, they're the most popular thing coming out of there, and they treat them like shit. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's very true. And and like you, and to piggyback off what you said, it's it's for the wrong reasons. Like they are very anti censorship, very anti fascism. But everybody thinks of them as being fascists because of their image and how violent their music is. It's it's ridiculous. Like nobody looks beneath the surface. Nobody reads interviews. And they and what what's interesting too is like they've always really, really criticized America and the censorship that that we had that we put on people and artists and everything, especially them. But like when they that's why they never really toured the United States. Because the censorship and they believe that they're not as popular as they actually are. But every time they've toured here, they've sold out Madison square garden and these massive arenas. It's crazy. I, I think because like as Americans, I think we have this weird, this weird, like antiquated view on Germany where no matter what, dude, like Germany is always going to be as Americans. And I speak for all 315 million of us when I say this, but Germany is always going to be the country that produced Hitler. Like that was, that's all Germany is ever going to be. And that's at least for another couple of generations, yeah. But that that's like it. And so whenever you think like this this soccer team, you watch you watch football, soccer, you do anything. That's always in like the back of our mind. And so I think when Ramstein comes over to America, it's so taboo for us. It's so it's so like edgy, and it's so like ooh, I, I'm not supposed to like this, but I like it anyway. And but Ramstein plays into that. Like they know that's how we feel, and they play into it. And they yeah. they up the ante, you know, with their fucking the pyrotechnics and their lyrics and just how crazy they are. Oh man, dude, they're so good. Dude. Okay, so do we, do you want to get into some of the songs or what do you want to do? Yeah, well, I mean, we just we haven't got into Buck Dick yet. Well, do we have any stinkers on this one? Mm-mm. No. Okay, good. We both agree Buck Dick is the best song. Uh, Buck Dick is their best song. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. It is their best song in general, their best song. So um, what do you got? I, I don't know. Where, where, do, where do you want to start? We already This song is fucking chaotic. It is, it is, that beat <laughs> is relentless and the backing sounds are 
like frantic and like everybody's scrambling and it's it makes me feel like like I don't know like I I'm I, I'm lost and like I'm waiting for a plane to crash into my face. <laughs> it's just it's it's just weird. It's just so weird and the, 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 some of the greatest like guitar chugs I've ever heard in my life. And like and they're so simple. It's just like two notes, two riffs. Yeah, like, or just. Andrew WK made essentially started his career based off of this type of sound, just straight up. Let's just chug a guitar. Let's just keep the same beat over and over, and let's just make like a cool <laughs> party song. Yeah. But that was like what five, six years later. Like Ramstein yeah. did it in fucking '97. Mm-hmm. And they, this, this album, is, at least, yeah. This is fantastic. Like these guys are, dude. These guys are so smart. They keep true to their style. Like I said, they don't sing in English, but they write choruses that can be built up to and sung phonetically by anybody. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, we know yeah. like it's, it's book dish. Like everybody can say that, but how but fun, we're immature, but we're Americans. And how fun is it to, to cuss when you then scream when you're hanging with the boys and you just say buck dick. Like it's just so <laughs> fucking fun. <laughs> sound like that too. Oh, I'm just like, the, how many times have you listened to this song as we're driving around aimlessly of orange County, just screaming buck dick out the windows. You know what I mean? Hundreds, yeah, stupid. hundreds. Yeah. It's dumb. And just right, right when, right when the guitars hit, it's just like you can't not help but bang your head, or at least bob your head. You know, it's just, it's just that driving, just that do do do. It's, it like what, how it's how this they explain their style of music. It's like dance metal. So it's like this, it's essentially like EDM music, but with actual guitars and drums. You know, and just played very very heavy and almost and slightly down tuned. That's, it's remarkable. That's like the is. perfect. That's like the perfect way to describe is dance metal. Yeah, that's that's exactly especially what this song is. It just drives you the entire fucking time. It only stops once, but that stop is just like a very brief rest, and then it just comes in even harder with that 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 wailing, just synth. That I guess synth is the best way to describe that sound, but. That that's a wild that song. break is 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 what I imagine like being in the in probably like a pit because there's only one pit at a Ramstein show and it's every single person in the pit. I imagine <laughs> like that break is for everybody can lean over with their hands on their knees, gasping for breath, waiting for it to drop <laughs> back in and then just go insane again. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and then what the so the I remember the first time I heard it, this song, the that weird sample or whatever christian is using during the verses that it's almost like off beat you know what i'm talking about it sounds like a bark or yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah, that yeah, sound yeah. so do you remember that show back in the 90s called eek the cat yeah there was a there was a character on that show called sharky i think it was the dog remember that little dog you i don't know if you remember but anyway that dog i think that sample is from that show because that dog sounds exact or that sample sounds exactly like the dog Sharky in Eek the Cat. But I've never been able to find any sort of evidence that it was. But I remember the first time I heard it, I immediately thought of Eek the Cat and I thought of Sharky. Well, I mean, that's not, that's not far fetched. I mean, that was like a, like a, as if I can remember, like a mid nineties TV it was show. mid nineties, but it was an American show. It wasn't a German show, but they use Looney Tunes as a sample. That True. But, but Looney Tunes is like world renowned. Like that is way more popular than Eek the Cat. That was on Fox. Come on, yeah, the Eek the Cat like, was only like a couple of seasons, right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't around very long. It was, <laughs> it was a dumb stupid show. purple cat. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, 
Heathcliff. But like his arch en- his arch nemesis in that show was was the little dog named Sharky, and it looked kind of like a shark, and it barked. And when it barked, it sounds like that sample. It's super Interesting. Yeah, I've always thought that since I was a kid. I mean, but, I again, I I I would not I would not be surprised if if it was because of the Looney Tunes thing, and I think at that time, almost in general too, in music people are like infatuated with like American life just because there's a lot of money to be made out here for bands and there's a lot of opportunity and it's, we're such a big country and things that people like on the East coast are so different than things that people like on the West coast. So if you're successful on one, you don't have to be successful on the other. And so I I just think there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for improvement over here. Yeah. Agreed. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. Well, that's my that's my little two cents on that part of the song. That's interesting. Uh, so, do we have anything else to say about this song, or should we should talk about the live video from Family Values? Yeah, the live video, right? which which is you know highly controversial. <laughs> I remember watching that and being really embarrassed because I'm like, because I remember thinking like anybody can walk in my room right now while I'm watching this. <laughs> I just remember that. I just remember the the, the dread the dread and the fear. Like I remember I, I stopped it. I stopped the tape and then I, I walked out of my room, made sure nobody was around <laughs> and I put the tape and then I, and then I started the tape again, the VHS tape. And, um, yeah, I just, I watched it. I just was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So like, like, like book dish, I guess is it roughly translates as like bend over mm-hmm. and, and Lindemann will usually pull the keyboardist and bend him over and then like mimic like anal sex. Yeah, but in that fucking strap on. But in that video, I mean, I don't know if they're always like this, but that video he had a strap on, and there's what I think. So I read something somewhere where that 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 stuff coming out of the end of the strap on is like a a mixture of like water and, and alcohol, like liquor. Yeah, but a certain liquor from like like Europe, like a like a certain producer of of, of liquor that distributes to like pop off for Europeans mm-hmm. type of thing, and so but it's just it's so vulgar, like I know. like even to like by twenty twenty standards, like it's so fucking vulgar. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and then he like he like hits the strap on like on his back, like he just keeps hitting it, and there's water just <laughs> shooting everywhere. <laughs> And then, and then the keyboardist goes back up to the, or Christian goes back up to the, his keyboard, and then he's just like spraying, like he's like shaking his body and just spraying all over the crowd. And then he's like drinking it, and then the guitar player comes up and like bends down, and like it's fucking, it's wild. It's How like you, a wild two minutes of that. Like, what, what, what I would like to see even more than that was like the 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 brainstorming behind that. <laughs> that final piece like these guys are sitting around like brainstorm like how can we fucking blow people's minds even more and then till's like all right listen to this <laughs> oh my god and everyone's like wild. okay let's do it fuck yeah okay cool sure. and and they they were they were banned from several cities for doing that they were fined they were jailed for doing shit like that on that tour and uh this was the 90s yeah dude yeah i know it wasn't the 50s it's, it was 1998, yeah, and Crazy. and I was reading, uh, I was because I've I put the video on on YouTube, and I was reading the comments, and some people in the comments were saying I was at this show when it happened, and they were saying like everybody in the crowd stopped and just stared because they didn't know what to do. What do you do? Like it was, 
it was just so like so like the, everybody was initially shocked and then everybody realized like like this is just insanity and then just the pit would start again like it, there was there was just that moment of like is this really happening and then the realization that it was and then they just went back into just fucking going nuts they were like that, it's we're, just unreal we're at a time now where at any moment we can turn on the news and people are literally walking in with guns to pretty much any government building that they want like to be shocked even today is 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 something that's it's it's almost impossible it's almost impossible to shock our society did you say that after you read something no or so watched okay because what you just said is exactly what christian the keyboardist said on the vhs of that family values tour really like you said yeah because after the after when you watch the the vhs or the dvd of that Right after the video, it's like an interview that Christian does. Like he's just sitting on the couch backstage, and he's he's speaking in German, but he's pretty much criticizing American media and censor, censor, censorship, saying how like here in America you can have people you know with guns and all this violence and people blowing up and this and that, but the moment you show any sort of like sex or anything sexual, you're immediately banned and just ostracized. And he was just criticizing how stupid and backwards America is because of that so that's weird. super weird how you said that like and that's like exactly what christian was saying in that interview in the video 20 years ago i know but it's true it's right like at any moment we can like, tomorrow no, we can wake up and they're storming the fucking white house like but we wouldn't even bat an eye like oh shit like they're storming the white house cool cool and then i just watched a truman show again last night because it's a really good movie yeah i watched a truman that's show again movie. last night and at the very end scully from brooklyn 99 is is one of the security guards at the end of it but oh. At the very end of the movie, after like Truman basically lives his entire life under this, the, the guise of, of being a normal person where he's on a TV show, at the very end of the movie, like, eh, let's see what else is on. Instant losing interest. And like, that's, that's what our society is. But even this shocked me. Yeah, even I know, right? when I watched his video, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is intense. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Knowing that this happened in front of like 30,000 people or whatever, 20,000 people. But that's it's insane. But again, that's just a, that's just a testament to how fucked we are. Is, is school shootings, bombings, capital stormings, all these things are just eh, same old, yeah, same like, old. Well, we've but you we've literally me, seen. But you show me a strap on that that's spewing out like a mixture of vodka and, and shaving cream. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but we've seen that. people on on live TV shoot themselves in the head, kill animals. And we don't really bat an eye, but you know, this, like, it's so weird how we're conditioned here. So fucking weird, but I don't know, man. And then can we also talk about how fucking cool the family values tour 98 was? Oh dude, that, I mean, Limp Bizkit, (laughs) Corn, fucking Ice Cube. Orgy, Orgy was on there too, right? Orgy was on it. Orgy was on there. And then Incubus was on there eventually too. Dude, just what, like, talk about like nineties bands. Like that's. I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. that's 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 perfect. Yeah, I know. I remember the the first time I ever heard Incubus was on the the CD because I got the Family Values '98 CD, and the first song on the CD is a live version of New Skin, and that was the first song I ever heard from Incubus before um, Stellar came out. It's like right before Stellar came out, I heard New, New Skin, and then then after that, then it's you know the other like Orgy, and then I think Rammstein, and then Ice Cube, and then Corn or Limp Bizkit and then Corn. 
on the CD. But yeah, I don't, I don't, man, I don't like, I don't know much about like the specifics of the family values, but I've never heard anything like egregious that there was rampant sexual assault or rampant drug use and overdoses, much like Woodstock where, you know, half a million people showed up and like two people died. So yeah. it's just, it's just a different time. And, and, and where we're at now, if, if we threw a festival like that, just like imagine how much people were, would be assaulted or, or, or getting their ass kicked and like nobody yeah. would have fun. And, and just like thinking back in the nineties too, how easily we could have gotten, we just didn't at the time, how easily we could have gotten like alcohol. I mean, if I, <laughs> I know, just right? ask like that Joe Satriani show, we saw that private showing. If, <laughs> if we were, shit. if we were drinkers at the time, dude, he was just like, we could have got whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah, because we pretty much did get whatever we wanted when we were there. We just we just didn't drink at the time, so it was just you know yeah. whatever's. But but yeah, man, it's just like a totally different time, and and I, I don't I don't know if things are worse now because of uh, it's it's weird. Like, are we? I don't know if we're, like, we're so desensitized. This is totally unrelated to Ramstein, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if we're like totally desensitized to to violence now. We're uh, I don't know, man. It's it is a fucked world. Oh, absolutely. But it's always so been fucked, fucked, you know? It's but I don't know if it's fucked. always been fucked. I don't know if, always, it if it's always, always been, been fucked, fucked. If it's now just we think it's fucked because like information can spread so fast and, and sometimes so accurately to where we can get it almost instantaneous as to where like in the 40s and 50s, was there like rampant like like child molestation, sexual assault? But, but see, I that, don't know. That's the thing. Like if you if you look back like how fucked up the world was in the 1950s you know there there look at what the church was doing in the 1950s with molestations and the massive amounts of serial killers and and still doing it though i know but what i'm saying is like it it was it was still fucked up back then it's just nowadays we can we can we have video evidence of this all around we have the video evidence of these governments all around the world you know you know taking away just destroying lives within their own countries the coups and all of the just the bullshit that goes on but people like, now don't even want their kids to now. play outside because they're afraid yeah. of whatever's gonna happen and it's just just think back when like we were kids and i don't know like we didn't we were fine you know what's crazy like thinking about this i mean I've, i don't know the the exact exact statistics so i don't know how true a of what I'm saying is going to be, or how true, fuck, I don't even know what I'm trying to say there, but like, so we, when we, in the nineties, when we were kids, we, everybody would be outside playing this and that as the years have progressed, kids have been coming inside because the parents have been so paranoid about, you know, kidnapping and, and all that stuff. But then when you, when you look at it, like you're still constantly seeing instances of kids being kidnapped, kids being molested, all this shit but kids are inside more now than they were 20, 25 years ago. Like what is, do they really relate? Like the fact that kids play inside or outside now, like does that relate? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so weird, dude. It's either like these, these isolated cases are sensationalized to, to strike fear into people, which is not a, a far fetched idea. But then, I don't know, man. I I don't know, but th- because our society is so desensitized to just like anything, and my kids will say shit, where I'm just like, "What did you say?" And they'll repeat it, and I'm like, "Wow, that is a really 
that's like a 13 year old concept for a seven year old. Cause when I was seven, like I was, I thought girls were icky and I was fucking throwing rocks at people. But these kids are, are, are like 14 year olds compared to when we were kids. So it's, yeah. But also kids are more online and they're seeing shit unfiltered, but we, we didn't have that. But it's everywhere at the most because I dude like we monitor. I mean, I wouldn't say monitor, but like we just, I don't know, not, not letting our kids do a lot of things that they, a lot of other kids are doing at this age and, and Mm -hmm. trying to keep them as, um, I guess, I don't know, lack of a better word, innocent saying, but they still get it. Like it's everywhere. Like other kids, I mean, you learn most of your of your life lessons that you should learn from your parents through 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 the homies of the schoolyard. Yeah, who has the birds and the bees talks anymore? Right, that's like a that's in the fifties, maybe no. the sixties. You learned <laughs> that through, so you learned that through old, older siblings and then the homies in the schoolyard and friends. Yeah, yeah. And I never my parents never sat me down and did that shit. I remember the exact kid who told me everything, and it was in second grade because his older brother told him exactly. And then he went around and told everyone else in second grade. That's so just, it's like that's just the way it, the is. Way it that's, is. That that's probably yeah. how you, how most people find out Santa Claus isn't real, how the tooth fairy isn't real is just through that's their friends how it was. or older siblings, family. Yeah, absolutely. But now it's a little bit different. Now I got my kid. I got teachers calling me saying that my kid said oh my to another kid that I'm going to be five inches deep in your mom. Like this is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with now. Like where the fuck did you hear that? But also, okay. I mean, I don't know because I don't have kids, but I can't. I, so I can't say. But it's like, when you were his age, you you would say stupid shit like that. It's just you wouldn't get caught. But I'm not a fucking idiot. I never say it in front of an adult. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like kids nowadays aren't as afraid of adults as we were when we were kids because we would get our asses beat. Like That's we true. we were very careful with what we said around our parents. One because we were afraid of them, or two because we were too embarrassed. But nowadays, I feel like kids are just, they're told, like, be open with your parents, be open with adults, like, do, like, just be an open book with everybody. But back in the 90s, when we were growing up, that wasn't the case. It was just like, you know, if you knew this wasn't appropriate, you wouldn't fucking say it around your parents. Like, you wouldn't say fuck or shit around your parents because they'd fucking slap you. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it was. Like, for better or worse, that's the way it was. No, I don't that's, know. That's, that's, that's true. I, I mean, I still really don't cuss for them. My mom, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't cuss around my mom very much, very often either. But, like, my grandparents, I won't fucking, I won't say anything out of line around my grandparents. But I'll cuss around but, my kids, and then I'll hear them cuss. I'll say, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, homie. <laughs> so don't you fucking say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. That was quite the, the tangent. Yeah. What are, what, what are we talking about now? Do Uh We're... Let's, I guess, yeah, Duhas, the, the the big single, the, their biggest hit to date. So what do I mean, you got that, on this one? That is my 2B. Is obviously, it really? Obviously, Buck Dig is my 1B. Yeah. Du, okay. Duhas is good, dude. What are you talking about? I know. I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's, but it's not fantastic. my 2B. This is my 2B. Um, okay. This, like, it's, like I said earlier, the intro is so is so iconic, and it's it's so kind of unnerving and unsettling. It's... It's weird. This this band just has this way about them, and uh, maybe because we, no fuck that. Because I think even if I if I played this to my kids, they'd be like, "This is fucking weird." I feel weird <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> There's just a very weird band, and and yeah. like this 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 song Du Haas is basically a better version of the previous song, the Bistraf Mish. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a better version a version of that song. It's faster, heavier, catchier, more complex. I love mm-hmm. the electronic uh, sounding kick drum in the softer parts. I think that gives nice little uh, little dynamics to it. And I never even realized that the keyboard like sound that 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 sound plays the entire time. Yeah, the it never entire stops. fucking song. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> I've, yeah, I've never knew, never knew, never realized, and 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 I like I like it because it. It never lets you forget that it's it's making you feel kind of kind of off edge, kind of kind of weird. Yeah, because it's nothing like you've ever heard. It's strange Still to man. this day. It's nothing like I've ever heard. That's true. So here's a here's a bit of a Duhast from Rumstein. There's a little bit of uh, Duhast from Ramstein. From the Ramsteins. From the Ramsteins. There Kate. you go. What do you think lyrically? We didn't even get to get into the lyrics on uh, Buck Dick, but that's okay. Book dish. So what do you got on this one? Um, okay, so let me let me start off by saying that I think I think uh, Duhast is. If I could like start a new trend, I think Du Haas is the flagship Ramstein song. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, anybody who wants to get into Ramstein or somebody says, "Hey, what's Ramstein about?" Du Haas is 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 the song. Is yeah, it? It's the gateway drug into the band. Yeah, I think th- it's not my favorite. It's not the best, but uh, it is. It is. Uh, it's their flagship song. It's memorable. Um, it just, yeah, it just has every sound that they've ever done in there. 
even to this I day. Agree. It's pretty remarkable, and how simple it is. It's such a simple song, and man, it does it get stuck in your head. It's great. But like, okay, so I mean, off not well, not off topic, but like lyrically, for the longest time, I had always thought that it was "You, You Hate Me." Yeah, is that? Were you in the same boat on that one? Well, I mean, that's what he says in the English version. I think it's "You Have Me." He says, "You Have Me." Well, that that's been like the argument. Like it can be it can be interpreted either way, depending on the context of the rest of the the lyrics. So, I mean, just like overall, when I was reading into these lyrics and and Google translating them to English, <laughs> it kind of like it kind of lost some some of the edge for me because. I don't know, reading some of these these lyrics and it's just like they're so lame when you see him in English, but when you hear him sing in German, <laughs> they're so much more powerful and they're so much more like, I don't know, they really hit harder than they do when I just read them in English. You know what I mean? Yeah, just it makes you realize like how soft and kind of lame the English language is, limp. you know? Which is a very <laughs> yeah. limp language. <laughs> Like, like, like you can get your point across way more in German than you can in English. It's because we spend so much fucking time with like nuance, right? Like phone, yeah. P-H-O-N-E, and then fun, F-U-N. Like the, the, these stupid little fucking nuances. We spend way too much time like that. But then even like Spanish, where you write in Spanish, and if you're writing like an exclamation point in English, in Spanish, you would also do the exclamation point in the beginning. So when you're reading, mm-hmm. you know that the sentence you're reading is is something to be kind of exclaimed whereas in english yeah. you read 90 percent of it and like oh shit there's an exclamation point at the end let me just influx my voice higher so that i can i can catch up with what i'm supposed to be doing in the past fucking 80 percent whatever <laughs> it is english is stupid it makes no sense it's just it's buried in nuance and is highly complicated for no other reason than just to be complicated english, for complicated e- sake english is the jazz of languages yeah <laughs> that's really what it is it's, the jazz of English. I can see that. English. Like, we, but yeah, no, we, English is, we can get is to insanity. A. We can go from A to B if we want, but in English, we go from A to B to D, D all the way to fucking like Z <laughs> and double A, and then go back to B. We don't need to. English is fucked up. It's so stupid. And like any anybody who speaks English as a second language, it's like hats off to you because you you did something that is so fucking difficult. Like especially when you're an adult and you learn you learn English, like that's that's admirable it really is yeah oh, so so you, english sucks like you say anybody who learns english as a second language so wh- what do you mean like 60 percent of the world outside of the u.s yeah pretty much yeah. pretty much Fucking but especially the ones here. that learn it as adults you know they don't grow up. like like i have a friend her name's gabby she grew up she, she was born and raised in germany but she moved here to the states when in her mid-20s and but she learned english through school like they like in Germany, you learn English in elementary school, middle school, high school. So it's just like, it's it's part of your life always, you know, which I think is just so interesting. Like, and I feel like that, I think she told me once, like, that's how all of Europe is. Like you learn English no matter what, because it's almost like a universal language. I thought that was really interesting. Gross. And she speaks like perfect English too. I mean, she has a little bit of an accent, but for the most part, it's perfect English. It's just it's 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 gross to think that we we have zero standards as far as like the rest of the world is concerned. And, uh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, uh, do host you have you hate? I've always I've always thought it was just you hate me, but then yeah. I mean coming you have me also I guess works, but kind of in a different way. 
But a lot of the songs too, they they don't translate directly to what to like what we think. Like the song Te Quiero Puta, like even in Spanish, <laughs> like like you you translate things to Spanish, like Te Quiero Puta. If you like direct translation, that is like you, I want like bitch or whore, instead of like I want you whore or I want you bitch. Yeah. A direct translation would be that, but because things don't directly translate to English, it gets a little bit muddled. It gets a little bit lost. And I think a lot of the Ramstein edge was lost when I was reading some of these lyrics. Especially, with, and, and I agree with you with the song of Duhas because what the, like, the overall meaning of the song is like his indecision or reluctance to marry somebody, and she's pushing him into like taking that step. And it really loses that edge because after knowing what this song is actually about, it kind of it kind of sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed with this just, one. Just a but little then, lame. But then the you hate and the you have, like using either one of those. I mean, we use. I mean, using those gives you a different perspective depending on which word you use. Like you hate makes it seem like makes it seem like he he absolutely does not believe in the relationship and. He doesn't like her, but he's just going with it. But then when you when you look at it from the you have standpoint in that context, it has a completely different meaning. So I wonder if that was intentional on his part. Like, is he that good of a lyricist to where he can write lyrics like that to be that kind of ambiguous? I think he is. I, I, I think he's not not in like the lyrical sense of as if we would we would think like Bob Dylan is, but as just in a in better a, than Bob Dylan in a uh, in a wordsmith. Like he knows that the words host and then like H A S T and then H A S T S T or whatever the fuck, you add one extra letter, one extra consonant in there and it it changes the word entirely. I think he knows mm-hmm. this. Like in English, where we could say like the word C, S E A, we're looking out over the C, or like S E E, do you see what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. Like these th- these words mean a lot of different things given th- how they're spelled and in the context of things. And I think that's what he was going for, especially in Duhas. And especially because Duhas is like the transition between Rammstein being famous like in Europe and then Rammstein coming over to America and dominating this 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 world and becoming this yeah, weird America sensation. In the UK, yeah. They're, it's weird, man. It's Dude, super these, weird, but like I love these it. guys know what the fuck they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know that their their music is is fine. It's good, mm-hmm. but they know that they can really get us with their stage performances and their <laughs> their overall kind of just acting capabilities. Are we good with Duhast? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we're only two songs deep. I know. Honestly, so I, I only I have to be honest. I only got five bangers. Oh, okay. I got nine. So. Oh. Oh, so should we go with my my two B? Yeah, what's your two B? Uh, I forsooked. Uh, also, the English English translation for that is jealousy. Uh, this is the tenth song, if I'm not mistaken. It, it starts is. off with that. Then dun 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 dun. Pound pound pound. It's like that that fading like explosion. Not even explosion sound, but that synth sound. It's really oh. it's really like electronic and gothic sounding too. It is. Oh, I love it. It's so good. It's this is one of the when I first heard this record on a burn CD because, like I said, I wasn't allowed to have this record. I was not allowed to buy it, so I have it, I had it burned. And I remember the first time I heard. It, I remember exactly where I was at. I was I was in Woodgate where you used to live, but long before I knew you. 
and I was sitting on a hill and I had my CD player and I was listening to this record for the first time and that song came on and there's a there's there are parts of the song where um there's an overdub of Till laughing but it only comes out of like one side of the like the left side or the right side but it's like in the back like it's it's perfectly mixed like stereo wise to where he, when he laughed i thought somebody was behind me laughing and i turned around and i got like the chills and i like jumped because i thought somebody was behind me laughing That's i was so good. scared out of my mind i was scared out of my mind dude how so, how 90s was your story though like i'm sitting on a hill like I was, <laughs> outside of like my friend's complex listening to my walkman on the cd <laughs> i know right i could so tell you good. exactly what hill it was too like i remember Oh, I remember it so vividly and I just remember being so scared. Like I I I was so scared I took my headphones off and I stopped the CD. I just sat there for like uh, maybe 30 seconds or so just like looking around and I put it back on. And then it happened again and I got scared again. <laughs> but then I had to like and then I had to realize like okay, it's the music. So I I don't know, it's just a dumb little anecdote about this dumb stupid song, but No, it's whatever. it's it's my 5B personally. Is it okay? Well, it, it it's really good, and a fun little fact about this song: they've never played it live, which I find a, like shocking. Like this song is is so good; it's so heavy, and that electronic thing that they do is it's catchy as hell. So I'm gonna play a little bit of a "I Forsooked" from Thrumstein. So here we go. So glad out. 
Right, there you go. I first saw from Ramstein. What a banger, man. What a banger. This is your 2B? So why is this one so low for you? Yeah, this is my 2B. Okay. Why is this so low for you? Uh, well, for one, there are, are four other bangers that are that are better. <laughs> um, and, and two, this is my last banger. Everything else I think is okay on this album. Um, but... Uh, I th- I think that besides that uh, that what we talked about that like weird gothic piano electronic sound yeah there's not there's not much to it there's not a whole lot there's not a whole lot else there it's just kind of the same old same old uh, what do you got what do you got lyrically on this well I close it out because we're well I I didn't know we were done but I'll, I'll, I'll no, just this, start with uh, this. this yeah they, like you said it was about jealousy right and this is this yeah. is uh I don't know this this kind of deals with morbid thoughts of 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 jealousy and, and things that come to your head and I don't know it's 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 fine it's I almost guess. like who the done fuck? in like a tongue in cheek way you know because like sometimes he, it was like, like it was like if, if you're if if people are looking at you the way I don't want them to look at you, then I wish you were just uglier. You should just make yourself uglier. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's just, says, it, it's kind of like a joke. He's saying like, "Are you stronger? Like I'll break your neck, you know?" Or it's just shit like that. Like he's he's like killing or threatening this person that he's jealous of, and I don't know. It it was a, it was a it's a weird like it's what I've what I thought was really interesting about this record lyrically is that like like the different viewpoints on just everything, like the way he writes the lyrics, like no, no American person would write lyrics like this. This is just like <laughs> outrageously violent, but it's done like in a tongue in cheek way, but a very, but that would, it just makes it very dark. And I don't know, man, it, his lyrics are bizarre, bizarre in Amer- for American standards. I, I, and that's I think like, like that's not dissing Germany or German the German language or anything. It's just yeah, all of Germany. I'm di- we're di- we're dissing <laughs> the entire country of Germany right now. It's just like the 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 translation of it is just so different, I guess. But I, I think know. I think he purposely writes things to not only just be shock value, probably in German, but also the translation itself is going to be broken and come off as as even more. Like he, like crazy and and and, and weird, like like mm-hmm. I I attribute his songwriting sometimes to like the aristocrats, like that joke that is told, <laughs> where it, the only purpose of the joke is to make somebody feel really really uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. that's the joke, right? Like that's the yeah. funny part of the joke. That's the punchline is watching somebody squirm, and then there are other songs on this album and in their entire repertoire. To where I think that's the sole purpose of him, of him writing is to make people feel fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of songs on here that I was very surprised that they were as, you know, vulgar, I guess you could say, or like just tear? very explicit. Song? Yeah, very, very explicit. Should we get into your 4B or do you want to skip? Or do you want to do your 3B first? Uh, no, we get into my 4B. My 4B is Tear. That's the third song. This uh, mm. like lyrically, this this looks like it's revolving around a father like sexually assaulting or molesting his daughter. It's it's heavy. Fucked. It is heavy yeah. and it's fucking weird. And at at some point, like the abused girl 
then presumably kills her dad and then writes a letter to her younger self, I guess, in hopes of, of coping with what happened. But just like an, a, an exercise in futility at that point, right? Because it's already happened and nothing's really going to change it. And uh, it's just it's just really fucked up and it's just really, it's really weird. And it's, it's not presented in a way or the translation at least is not presented in a way where we can learn something. Cause as Americans, we're always trying to, we're always trying to like learn from something. Like if we, if we're, if yeah. we're given a bad story, we are always trying to find a way to where this wouldn't happen to us. Like given that yeah, situation, exactly. if we were in that situation, what can we do differently to have that not happen again? How can we better this situation for ourselves if we were in the situation? And the song isn't presented like that. The song is just presented with a really fucked up, sad story that has a really fucked up, sad ending. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing positive about this. And the the title directly translates to just animal. And it's just, and, and it's interesting when you read through the, the English translation, it, it's just, it's disgusting what he's talking about but then in the end he's kind of just saying like humans are just animals like they just humans are he was pretty much just saying humans are awful they're they're no different than animals they'll destroy lives and just just out of selfishness for themselves you know no matter how egregious what they're doing is they just they're selfish humans are selfish but that like that, and this concept, is like to the extreme. That concept itself, though, to, if, if humans are actually animals, like you don't, you can't get mad at a dog for rummaging through garbage because that dog's animal instincts are: I smell food, I am an animal, I want to eat food, so I'm going to go get the food. Like they're mm-hmm. just animal instincts that they just they cannot help, and so that's where I think maybe the either the translation is 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 rough or it's spot on. Because if or it could be both, like, like the shock, the, the shock value aspect of it to where animals, if humans are animals, then this, this, this is in all of us. Like this kind of weird behavior is in all of us. Because if we're all animals, yeah. then that's kind of what he's saying here. If we're given that the translation is is uh, is not rough, I guess. If the translation is rough, then yeah, like humans are animals, and it is a more macro way of looking at humanity and, and saying that no matter how far we come, there are still some of those uh, in our society that are this fucked up. But mm-hmm. again, dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one is correct. And I, I think that's purpose purposely done on, yeah. on Lindemann's side and, and Ram's side to, to make people think, to make people feel weird and just to make people uh, notice the band. Yeah, and it, what I kind of, I mean, kind of going off of what you said as well, it's almost like he's saying like this, this is something everybody feels for whatever it is, but people, some people are better at suppressing certain urges than other people. Like he's saying everybody's, everybody's exactly the same instinct wise, but every, but people are, are different only in the sense that they're able to suppress it at different levels. So I feel like this is just him just saying like everybody's fucked. You just know, know how to know how to resist better than others. <laughs> but know? even that, I mean, even that just, is such it's a, a fucked concept, right? To, it's a fucked up outlook on life and just humanity in general. To presume that all of us have these kind of animalistic urges is is rough. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not. 
it's not crazy, but it's it's definitely rough. It's outrageous. It's just outrageous, you know, because it's just so unthinkable to normal people. Like these kind of acts are just so disgusting and awful. But uh, I don't know. But see, this is kind of like where I'm thinking. Like this is almost the genius of his lyrics is that he makes you think about very unsettling things, and it just it works. Like he's. Dude, like I, I said, don't know. Like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he I don't know if this is by accident or if he's just like a genius when it comes to writing lyrics. I, think, I don't know. I think he is just so honest about. So, like one thing in in when I was going through like the police academy and stuff and going in interviews and things, they would going through like your 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 polygraph things. They would ask you quite like weird fucking questions, mm-hmm. and they would ask you these questions and they like, ever you ever thought about this? And it's almost like natural to immediately think about what they just fucking asked you like it's just oh yeah yeah it's just like you ever thought about shooting up like a mall and you're like uh no except like fucking right now even though <laughs> like even you know what i mean like even it's like you, a loaded question it is like even though you know it's wrong you would never do it because of just countless reasons it's just because you because you said those words now i am mm-hmm. thinking about this and that's kind of what i i, I think of his lyrics as is 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 he is he is putting into words something that at some point, like the majority of people have probably thought about in some capacity. And now he's just putting it out there. Does that make it like, like bad or does that make it like intuitive or does that make it? I have no idea. It's just a little, I think it's a little bit of everything. It just makes it different. And they're so fucking, this band is so different that they've made their entire career just being different and, I don't think he takes a stance. I don't think this band really takes a stance on anything except mm. just, I don't know. Here's what we thought one time and maybe you thought it too. So check it out. And it's just like, wow, I feel really uncomfortable reading this and listening to this, but it's good. Yeah. I feel like they also, they do things very sarcastically, like a very dark, dark, sarcastic way. Like even when you look at the, I guess I'm only really saying this because of like, you look at the artwork for this record it's the the main cover art is of till and then like my vinyl copy is of christian he's on he's the main cover but they all they're all have it's i forgot the the artist's name he's some austrian guy and it's supposed to be like some weird snm bondage kind of like stuff and like they're 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 very pale looking and almost dead looking but then when you read more about it and when you really look at the pictures all the stuff that's like connected to their face are just like kitchen utensils. Like it's, it's almost like this, this play on like, Oh, what am I trying to say? Like things that, like that, that seem dark at first, but at a closer glance are completely harmless and just they're completely hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it depends on where your mind is at when you're looking at it. Like it depends on how dark your actual mindset is. And that's what you end up seeing. But when you look deeper, you're like, Oh, that's actually a fork over his eye. Like if you look at if you look at Till's picture, it's literally a fork over his eye. It's so weird. Like, and you start looking at all the other band members, and you're like, "Oh, that's just like this, this, and that." It it's so silly. It's so silly when you look at it. But your initial reaction, your first glance, you you immediately think of something like fucked up and. Well, that's a very you know that's a very childish thing too, right? Because we we see it in like movies all the time where a child will will wake up at night and then see like a dark scary thing in the corner 
But then as he like mm-hmm. rubs his eyes open, he realizes that it's just like his coat that was thrown on the floor and the reflection, the shadow, whatever it is. Yeah. Things that we think are scary aren't actually scary. And I do like I agree that this band is so is so complex in their simplicity. They they present things as very simple, but they're really super fucking complex and they're made to make us think and the translation itself is even complex. Except for one song. The old like the only thing of that entire band that really made me just feel fucking weird was was the seventh song, Spiel mit mir. Mm-hmm. That was which one? Oh, oh, that okay. I know what song that is. Yeah, that was like the little brother incest song. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, dude. Like even reading it, I just everything about this just made me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's it's I, a bizarre song. I think well, for like even like. The first time on this pod that we've ever done, all the all the all the albums that we've done, all the bands that we've done, this is the only time I've ever I've ever really truly felt uncomfortable. Really? Okay. Yeah, I did. I mean, it's a fucked up song, but, but lyrically, there's no, it's a fucked up song. There's no there's no end game. There's no there's nothing I can get in there to where like, I can learn something. I can take something away. It's just a fucked up story. In such like the, in such detail, dude. In such like, uh, it's fucking weird, dude. I didn't want. It's it's bizarre. It's like some of the deepest, darkest, like fucked up shit of the the human race. You know, just right there. It it's a gross song. Like I I didn't really want to talk about it either. It's not a banger for me. I music outside of the lyrics musically. I think it's just a very dark, just like ominous, depressing song. Like it. It's just it's a fucked song, like through and through. It I understand its point, like now I understand its point. I don't. But it, no, I mean I, I understand it's it's supposed to be shocking and it's supposed to like fuck you up and and just make you feel uncomfortable. Like it's straight up just fucked. But it's just like when so you, I understand that. I yeah, I don't know. Like I said, this is this is like the only time that we've ever done any album where I I truly felt uncomfortable and like I didn't want to listen and I like the song too and then I read the lyrics and it completely fucking ruined it for me yeah it's uh yeah the 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 song translates to play with me and it's just about yeah incest between a brother and sister it, like yeah it's just gross it's straight up gross it's it's, it's very explicit <laughs> it's very very explicit but I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's, I, it's a it's a well crafted song. There's background voices that are very like unsettling. There's like there's this playful enough sound to it, but it, it kind of has this weird like sexual tension under it, and it, it's it's bizarre. And like I like the keys and some of the fills that they're doing here, especially like yeah. the keyboardist uh, Christian. But like uh, otherwise, the song is okay. I like the back and forth, high and lows, and the chorus as if like something is kind of pulling this person back and forth to whether or not this is okay. And it's just, I don't know. There are certain, like there are certain things that humans just don't fucking do. Right. Like cannibalism is one thing. Incest is another thing. And they've both, they've Ramstein covers both of them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Ramstein. Oh my God. Just take, take the worst behavior that humans can possibly do. And Ramstein will make a pretty good song about it. <laughs> <laughs> for better or worse, yes. For better or worse, oh, it's irritating because this, this, this is not a this not a stinker by any means. It's it's an okay song. It's but the lyrics make it just just disturbing. Yeah, 
fucking disturbing. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I weird shit. Yeah, I, I wasn't gonna talk about it unless you wanted to talk about it, just because. Yeah, it, it's un, it's uncomfortable, and but that's the point of it. It's supposed to be uncomfortable, and it. I mean, he, they did a good job doing that. Yeah, honestly, I guess like I guess like in its in its weirdness, we are able to, I guess, get over that hump of of uncomfortableness and talk about it because it does happen. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. Unfortunately, we yeah. don't want people to think that they can't talk about it if it happened to them or whatever. So you know, I, I guess they are doing their job. And, yeah, because it's not—it's not, not like they're normalizing it. Not at they're, all. They're—they're they're talking about you know the, the how fucked up it is and how unnatural it is and how traumatizing it, it can be and or it is act not that it can be it is. Dude, if like if anything, it was traumatizing to me and it didn't even happen to me. Like it's. <laughs> I don't know. They, like, I mean, they, it did like its job, empathy, honestly. Like the empathy they've instilled in me based on that song elevates. I'm going to put that as a banger because. Because it made you feel something. Yeah, dude. I just, I felt something. That's a six. It bit. wasn't good, but it was something. It wasn't good, but it was something. That's a six. <laughs> I just changed it right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let's get into the, I, I, there's another song on here I wanted to talk about. It wasn't a banger for me, but I thought the lyrics were really interesting and really fucked. Um, and that's the next song, uh, Clavier, which translates, which translates to piano and the story that he, he tells in the song is, is fucked. Like it's, it's, he finds out, so he's in love with this woman and she plays the piano for him and, and she, she, he, or it's like a metaphor for like, you know, he thinks that she's only with him. She only does stuff for him. Like, you know. That's kind of what the metaphor is, but then he finds out that she plays the piano for other people, you know, she fucks other people, and then he finds out he ends up killing her and then leaving her body there until her parents essentially find it, and then he gets beat up by her dad, and then in the end, he plays the piano for the dead corpse. It's a very dark song. Like, but just the the way, if you read the tr- the English translation of it, it's a very creepy song. Very, it's, very creepy. It's fucking weird. And yeah. and like the way the way it's kind of translated is is like obviously the piano is some type of metaphor for, for like for cheating. Sex. Yeah. Yeah, cheating sex, yeah. And so at, at the at the end when, when he's playing the piano, it's like like did he kill somebody and now he's like having sex in front of the dead body? Like it's just uh, yeah. it's these weird it's these weird things that, that we think about. But then you gotta think too. Is this song just about playing the fucking piano? And because we are so animals, we are so fucked up in the head <laughs> that we are just we are taking more out of it than than we should have. Could be. I don't know. Like, like this song, this song literally really, really, really got me going for a bit. Like musically, I think it's okay, but like lyrically, yeah, like this, like literally, really got me going to thinking. Like I was, I was down this rabbit hole of just really fucked up dark stuff, and then I was like, why am I even here? No one even did this to me. <laughs> this is all me. This is all in my mind. This is all what I think this is about. Is that what this is about, really? Is how fucked up I am in the head, but I won't admit it? This is, I guess, this is the genius of Till Lindemann and his lyrics. Like, he makes you think about things you would never normally think about. It's it's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how, what, to, what to say about it. It's... it's bothersome it is very bothersome it's putting me out of my comfort zone i don't like it i don't but that's the point i don't want to fucking be here i don't want to talk about it 
I don't like the way I feel, but at the end of it, like I feel better. I, I don't, I feel better <laughs> no, for knowing having, that you're not that fucked up. I mean, just knowing that like I, I talked, I've talked about it. So if I ever need to have this, hopefully not, but if I ever need to have this conversation, then it'll be a little bit easier because these conversations are never easy, but there are people out there who probably have like social workers. These people probably have these fucking conversations three, four, five times a day. I know. I can't imagine that. How do you live, dude? Like, like we can barely get through this podcast without feeling fucking weird. Like, how do you, how do you go through your entire (laughs) career? I mean, at, at some point, like anything, you become callous to it. You know, when you're in the medical field, you become callous to that shit. You know, people who've never worked in a hospital or done anything out in the field, you just don't, you don't think about it. You don't really understand it. But when you're thrown into it, you're, it's just shocking. But then when you've been doing it for a year, two years, 10 years, 20 years, it's just nothing to you. You become callous to it. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Um, should we get, what, what other, I mean, we've, it's funny cause we've talked about a couple songs that aren't even bangers. No. Yeah. Um, so what was your, your three B was, you, Oh, you the title track, Sensuit. Oh, okay. Dude, talk Let's about it. That talk thing. about an opener, man, with that opening like whale that leads into some know, super right? heavy industrial shit. Like, are you kidding me? It is so perfect. This little little staccato key riffage, like like that's playing, and then and Lindemann's vocals, like they blend together so well, and they're both just kind of like really bouncing are. along, and it's it's just really, it's really playful. It's really fun. And then oh, and then the fill after the first verse, like that tone change where. Again, like you're mm. you're listening to it behind like a wall. Love that, love it. It's great. And again, it's when fantastic when the chorus hits, it's just kind of slow build up to the to the sensuk chant, right? Like we don't we don't speak German, mm. but all we need to know, know is 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 uh, let's just all scream this word that we can phonetically say Shit. at the same time, fifteen times. Let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, so we got that out of the way. Um, should we just play this song then, the opener? Yeah. Okay, here we go. The uh the opening track from the song Sensoked.
There you go. The opener, the title track, Sensot from Rammstein. Translates into longing in English. There you go. This is my 4B, by the way. Longing. Longing. So what do you got lyrically on this one? I think, I don't know. I think the song is just about missing somebody, longing, a significant other specifically, even more specific. I think it's just about missing like the sexuality of the relationship. Kind of like after you get over that honeymoon phase and some might say, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I I think a lot of a lot of Ramstein in general is though. very is very sexualized in nature because you know, sex sells, C E L L S like black audio and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like black audio. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I think sex sells and and, and <laughs> it's it's uh it's, it's it's kind of like low hanging fruit, to be fair, but the way Ramstein does it is uh is they take it to the extreme. <laughs> they really do. They really, really do. Musically, lyrically, like they don't, they just don't care. <laughs> or they, they do and they want everybody to know. I don't know. Like I can't it's even wild. think of like an, a, like, like an example in a, in a movie or, 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 or like a, I don't know, like, like a game between like the, the Yankees and the fucking Orioles. Like everybody knows the Yankees are going to win. So the Yankees should just throw out their B team and, you know, maybe like win by a couple runs or whatever, but no, like Jeter and A Rod come up and they hit bombs, and now it's like twenty-five to zero, and they fucking rout the Orioles. That's like the Ram signs. They just <laughs> they, they they take a concept and they take it to the extreme. It's very very true. Dude, they're cool, man. I mean, they're 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 cool uh, on so many other levels. Sorry, they're cool on so many more levels than music. Yeah, which I I I didn't really understand until this week you know re- i mean i've known some of the antics and the craziness behind their live shows but lyrically and the shit that's inspired certain songs it really gave me a different viewpoint on the band and also like you know german culture in general you know it's just it's just so different growing up there and being there and it's a different just the culture is so different i don't th- i don't think a lot of people really realize that or understand it well i mean just like just like in america the whole i mean the, like the berlin wall that's that's something that may as well have been 200 years ago, right? That's yeah, it's <laughs> dude, like we were alive, like we were, we were not there, but we were alive, barely talking, but in our lifetime. And that's we're not that old, but the way we're kind of taught world history is that may as well have been fucking World War One, yeah. It was like the end, it was literally the end of an era of the Cold War, that was the end of the Cold War. I mean, there were there were conflicts and stuff after that in certain areas of of Europe, but yeah, for the most part, that was the end of the Cold War in that era of big communist rule. It's so so crazy. This is this is weird to I don't know, it's weird to talk about. It's weird to think about. People are still alive today that were there because, like, dude, we're not we're just not taught in America world history mm-hmm. the way we probably should be taught. We are taught yeah. about how much we fuck everybody else up. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. Like I, I've heard my friend talk because she's she's a little bit older than us, and she was talking about like you know she, she was a teenager when the wall came down. I think she was like nineteen, maybe eighteen when the wall came down, and she was saying like she had family who were in East Berlin who she had never met before because they weren't allowed to come to like they weren't either side wasn't allowed to go to the other. And just like, I guess her mom's family was from East Berlin or East or in East Germany. 
so like the wall coming down was huge because her mom got to reunite with part of her family and that's just so insane to me to think about like yeah it wasn't even that long ago like somebody i'm friends with and i hang out with and like she experienced she was literally there i mean she was she's from munich but like she was there in germany when the wall came down that's insanity. That's it's insane. It's because like we're not, dude. We're not that old. Like we're we're there in our thirties, yeah. but like we're not that old. And yeah, I don't know. And and for us, because again, we're taught American values, and the whole world can go fuck themselves. Basically, everything seems so distant. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. things that happened in in like the nineties and two thousands, everything seems so distant. Ah oh, man, what a what a different world, what a different culture, everything. That's it's interesting. But with it like, really it, and we've seen it too. When we went to to Europe for like a month, right? When we backpacked through yeah. Europe, it was just like, oh, holy shit! Like, wow, the world doesn't really revolve around America. Revolve around us. Okay. <laughs> no, wow. That was that was to me that was the biggest culture shock was understanding that America wasn't the center of the universe. That's... Not that I really thought that. It wasn't like I actively thought that. It was just something like. But it's, I thought everybody kind of followed along with America, but then yeah. when you're in, when you're when you're in Europe, like parts of Europe, like even like just Germany, Switzerland, like not like the UK or Spain, like when you're outside of those countries, it's like this is like a whole different world. But some might say for the better. It's, but it's 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 even more embarrassing when when like people. I mean, even just in our, our circle of of pod friends or our mm. our Birmingham friends know as much about American politics as we do, but we know little to nothing about English politics. And it's, yeah, we don't know nearly as much. It's just like, wow, man, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why, why am I the way that I am? Yeah, it's like, I, I, I see him post online, you know, and he he posts about, you know, Donald Trump, or he was posting about Donald Trump and, and other American politics, and I'm thinking like, I don't know that much about Boris Johnson. Like, I know he's not that great of a guy, but like, I don't know that much about him. I know he has a fucked up haircut and he kind of has screwed over a lot of people in the UK. I just say he looks like fucking Gary Busey. I don't know much about him. I don't know fucking anything about him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, really. I I don't even like, even like the, the, uh, what's his name from Canada? Oh, what's his fucking name? Oh, Canada. What is Canada? Prime Minister or do they have a president? I think they... See, now I'm just showing my ignorance. Know. What's his fucking name? I can't even think they, right they, they probably have a president just because they're so close to us. I no. No, maybe they, maybe they do have a prime minister then because they're so close to us. They're like, yeah, fuck it. We'll do, what we'll, we'll do what we want. They probably have a prime minister, actually. But they're closer to France than they are to the UK. And France has a president, President Macron. So I don't know. I don't even know. I, what, what, am I, what are we talking about? I don't know. Dude. Silly. We're t- we're talking about <sighs> our ignorance and and how how we really don't know anything outside of of American politics mm-hmm. that currently surround us. Correct, correct. Because we got like <sighs> forty five thousand presidents, right? But we could probably only name like fifteen of them. <laughs> That's true. Right? Forty five thousand presidents. Yeah, yeah forty about forty six, maybe forty five thousand. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah, give or take, just a little. We are just a terrible, oh, yeah. uh, a terrible group of people over here. Yep, yep, yep. But you know, what are you do? It's the way she goes. The way she goes, boys. It is what it, it is. What it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It is what it is. I only it's follow not. science, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
Uh, live, laugh, love. There it is. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was it. Yep, there it is. Live, live laugh, laugh, love. It is what it is. I believe in science. I only All follow science. You only got to follow science. Oh, yeah. I only follow science. Yeah. You believe in your <laughs> thing. I'll believe in science, as Valiant Thor said in one of their songs. <laughs> that's literally a lyric in a Valiant Thor song. You believe in your thing. I'll believe in science. I appreciate the feature. Uh, okay, so do we want to talk about any other songs? Do we want to wrap it up? What do you think? Uh, no, I think I talked about all of my bees. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. And just to touch upon it real quick, I, I think we talked about it before, but if we hadn't, there are two songs on here that were recorded in English, and one of them was Duhast. The other one was Angel. Um, the second song, which we didn't talk about, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like they, they kind of make a point of not recording their music in English, maybe a few songs here and there, a couple choruses, but outside of that, they, they kind of shy away from it, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Because they're not an English band. True. I know. I know. And but like, a lot of, that's like their thing is they said like, we're not a fucking English band. Why the fuck would we sing in English? But there are some bands, you know, they, they'll record an album in English and whatever, like English and Spanish, English and French. Yeah, so on, so because yeah, they're a bunch of cucks and they don't have an iconic sound that's pretty much localized to them. What Simple Plan doesn't have a, an iconic sound? Simple Plan? Are you kidding me? They're one of the best pop punk <laughs> no, bands of the 21st century. Are you joking me? Then why do they record their albums in French and English? Because they're amazing. Oh, dude, they're not. Get dude, they're, they're I was, theme I was song being for an asshole. their theme song for Scooby Doo is like the best thing that ever happened to Scooby Doo. <sighs> Well, that's wrong. Oh, what's new, Scooby Doo? We're coming after you. Oh, dude, don't. Why would you? Why would you pull them into this? Because they're not good. Mm, well, that's not true. But well, that's hundred percent true. They're better than corn. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's. About. No, I'm, not say, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this. You're baiting me. You're baiting me. Don't do this. Oh, I've been drinking squishy. too much. You can't do this. Uh. So we wrapping it up, right? Is that yeah, what we said? That's, that's okay. all I got, really. Okay, so we're gonna give our final thoughts, our rating out of our from our three point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album. You're gonna continue to listen to one is a bad album, but you should give, at least give it a shot. And zero is a trash fire. So uh, what do you got? Final thoughts and rating. Go. So I'm gonna go like. I'm going to go a little bit macro and then get into the specifics of this and then go super macro. So okay. I think like Ramstein as a band, they, they fall into this category of, okay, this, this sounds like Ramstein. When I say like, it sounds like Ramstein, it sounds like Duhas. It sounds like Buck Dick. It is, it is just that sound. That's just, mm-hmm. unfortunately because that sound is so iconic and so unused, that's, anything that sounds anything remotely like it, even within the band is going to be, okay, that's just the band replicating themselves, but we can listen to a thousand blink songs that fucking sound the same and be fine mm-hmm. because there are a thousand bands that kind of do the same thing. But Ramstein's like the only one. So I don't, for whatever that's worth, um, this, this album, I think kind of also falls into that category. There are, like I said, there's only now six B's, six bangers out of 11 songs. <laughs> The other five are just, they're okay. They're fine. I would never skip them. I would, I would never mm-hmm. be upset listening to them. I think they're good, but they're not bangers. But okay. 
Now, it, now, like I'm gonna give, I'll give two ratings. I'll give two ratings on the album and then the band Ramstein. You never do that. I don't because I don't think anybody deserves it except for really Ramstein right now. Okay. I think as this album goes, I think this album I'm probably gonna give like a two point two point two five. Two point two five low, but okay. I think like the bangers here really carry this song. I think everything else is just is just fine. It's okay. The 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 music doesn't deviate from the path too often or often enough for me to think that uh there's more there's more here to digest than than I thought previously. I don't know. It's just this is Ramstein. Okay. That's great. That's fine. Now as the band, as the band Ramstein, as I found out this week, as much as they have made me contemplate just life in general and just maybe question fucking everything on such a animalistic level, if we were to give a rating to this band, this band would get a three. This band would get a perfect score. <laughs> this band is is this band's on another level. Like yeah. Like all those memes where people are, are 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 talking about like oh this person's living in like 2030 or 2050 or 3000 you know what I mean like that's kind of stuff yeah. like that's this band this band is on a different level <laughs> this band brings something so different to the table that everyone that sits there is just like what the fuck like even bands that are like shock value bands like Guar like even they would just be like what the fuck even Manson I feel I don't even know. Like this is just this band's like one of a kind, mm-hmm. in yeah. in all of the worst ways and in all of the best ways. They're one of a kind. Yeah. So it was a it was it was a hoot. It was it was it was it was uh, it was fun this week. So two point two five for the album, and a perfect three for the band. Yeah, this band is perfect. Even though I don't even like over half of what they do. <laughs> it's so interesting. I think this band is absolutely uh. perfect. All right, my final thoughts. Uh, this, um, the catchiness of this record, the heaviness of this record, um, the the lyrical content is just so dark. And it, this band is truly unique. This album is truly unique, especially for this time. I mean, regardless of what people say, like till you ripped off that other guy, the other singer. I mean, at this point, I don't even care. Like this is. They're just one of a they're a one of a kind band. There's no band that sounds like them. Not even close to them. The heaviness, the the catchiness, just the simpleness of the band. I mean, we we've touched upon almost everything. The constant how, controversy, how, right? Yeah, it's, they're just so just so interesting. And like I I always knew that the the controversies were there, but then reading, like I said earlier, reading about certain albums and the the inspiration of uh the inspiration of some of the songs and albums are just so fucked up and just really make you think and parts of this album are just truly disturbing but they're thought provoking and they just it's eye opening let's just say it's eye opening and there are some songs I actually wanted to play but I totally forgot because we got so sidetracked and so introspective on the record but like Kusmish man that that song is a fucking banger too I wanted to play that but it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, I don't do this often, but I'm going to have to give this record a perfect three. Damn. Uh, oh, perfect that's... three. It is. It's a perfect album, front to back. It really is thought-provoking. It's catchy. Like I said, it's heavy where it needs to be heavy. It's a perfectly balanced record, and it's really fucked up. I love it. I love it. It's a perfect record. Can't 
Okay. Can't say anything bad about it. Really, I, I can't. It's disturbing. <laughs> well, whatever. What are you going to do? It's just, what it's, are you going to do? It's, it's undefinable. It's in the class of its own, and it's hard to even rate it because there's no... There's no source material. There's no. There's. There's nothing behind it. Yep, you're totally right. Like we can totally shit right. on Greta Van Fleet because Led Zeppelin's so good. We can't. <laughs> there's like, what do we do with Ramstein? Yeah, there's no reference point, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. What are you gonna do? So, yeah, Jeff and I both gave this record a perfect three. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio, and uh, I, next week is going to be a wildly different episode, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'm sure it'll be fun. Thank you all for listening, if, if you've even got this far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, that's it. That's all. That's all. David W. David So the last, you so get the fuck out of here, <laughs> butt wipe. Yeah, they're, they're pretty my bad. Heart open. It's awful. That's really bad. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he like he like hits the strap on like on his back, like he just keeps hitting it, and there's water just <laughs> shooting everywhere. Dude, how so. how nineties was your story though? Like I'm sitting on a hill. Like I was outside of like my friend's complex, listening to my Walkman on the CD. I know, right? Book this. Let's feel this near. Come on and yo, get out of here. You know, what are you do? It's the way she goes. The way she goes, boys. It is what it is. What it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It is what it is. I only it's follow not. science, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. that's true. That's true. Uh, live, laugh, love. There it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. Yep, there it is. <laughs>